Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. What's a girl to do to slay the day so she can stop just chasing one crisis or even one goal after another? to truly be successful in any area of her life? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, I want to invite you to check out our new Be Well Club. If you found wellness to be complicated with all the advice out there or all that's on your plate, you'll definitely want to join us. We're working together on wellness in every area of our life and making it simple. Join me for a free Be Well webinar where I'll be sharing six daily habits plus the one key to finally making it stick. You can RSVP for the link at lissafiggins.com forward slash be well, or just click the link in the show notes. And did you hear the news? The best part of the conversation is now happening after the episode in my new Facebook group community called Women Repurposed After 40. You can find the link in the show notes to join us for all the fun and extra goodies. And if you enjoy this podcast and think it would add value for someone else, it would mean the world to me if you leave a review at podchaser.com. I'll drop that link in the show notes too or on your favorite podcast platform. Before we get into our conversation today, I want to pause and give a huge shout out to a review of the week from Mary W who shared, I just listened to your episode about personal freedom and it was exactly what I needed. I'm going to work on a new vision for what's next and dream bigger for my life and business. Thanks so much, Mary. Your support helps us share this message with more women like you and your name will go in our monthly drawing. So you may be asking, what's a girl to do if she wants to get her name in the drawing? Well, I'm so glad you asked. There are two simple ways. One, leave a review on podchaser.com or two, screenshot an episode, post on social and tag me at Lissa Figgins. Now let's rethink how to slay our day. And so today I'm excited to introduce you to Jennifer Loading. She is a mindset coach, a speaker, a blogger, and the host of the Starter Girls podcast. And I love that her heart and desire is to teach women tips to experience growth. And she focuses on how to chase success rather than goals and crisis and how to master the day through healthy habits. So if that sounds like something that you need, I want to encourage you to listen up and to meet my friend, Jennifer. So Jennifer, thank you so much for being with us today. Let's start off by tell us a little bit about about you and how you got to this place where you are now helping others in this area. 
Well, thank you, Lisa, first of all, for having me on here. I'm so excited. And I get a little like super excited when I talk about this stuff. So basically what I do is I help people overcome limiting beliefs and really get into mastering their day. Because what we find out a lot of times is that we'll set these really big goals and they may be, you know, a six month goal or a year goal, or maybe it's a five to 10 year goal. And we get so overwhelmed by all the little steps that it takes to get to that big goal. And then what happens is we lose sight of it. Right. And so in my journey, and I'll kind of backpedal that a little bit, but in my journey, what I found is that so much of what I was doing was really wrapping myself around these big goals. And then when I would hit this goal, whether it be getting through a crisis or maybe earning my first career car when I was in my other company, whatever that was, I would be super excited. And then days later, this, this overwhelming depression would hit because I'd recognized that I had conquered this goal, but then what was next? Like what was after that? And so I really wanted to find a way to one, make that goal much more visual, much more seeable to myself, but also learn to really enjoy that process. And so that's really where that comes from, that whole idea of working with these over, you know, overcoming these limiting beliefs and really learning to enjoy the process and slay the day. But all that kind of came about, you know, because of my health journey. And so that that's in my book. It's, it's such a long, long journey. But bottom line was I went through a four-year crisis, was diagnosed with a rare nerve condition that, in my face that completely turned my life upside down. You know, I went from being an avid exerciser, you know, busy mom to three kids, Homer mom, PTA mom, field trip mom, you name it, to being this debilitated person on opiates and five other drugs. And so I went through this journey really to heal myself from that. And through that process is when I made that discovery that I was doing a lot of goal and crisis changing and really wanted to flip that around. Wow. Wow. I love when I talk with women not that I like that women have gone through difficult things, but I love the fact that difficult things are often what birth and grow these beautiful things, right? And sometimes I think we wouldn't learn those same lessons if everything was rainbows and unicorns and you know everything was, 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 was fantastic. And while we wouldn't necessarily write that story, I love the fact that you've embraced that part of your story and you're now turning that around, you know, and, and helping others, you know, with that, with that process. So, so as you were going through that, you know, what were, you know, what was the aha moment for you when you kind of realized things need to change? You know, what was it, was it a slow progression of realizing those things? Was it just kind of like this, you know, just hit you one day and then you just made the changes? What, what did that look like? There were two, you know, I talk about decisions being everything, you know, really, we we have a decision at any moment in our life to change the trajectory of our life. And I talk about two defining moments. Yes, there were millions of moments, you know, in my life, but there were two very defining moments for me when I recognized that something had to be done. One was in December of 2015. I had come out of a doctor's appointment. It was my GI doctor at this point. And this was would be my final and last doctor's appointment that I would ever go to for this health condition again, because I walked into that office office. And the PA came into the room at the time and her exact words were, Jennifer, you're a conundrum. They had no idea what to do with me. You know, this was three years into this, this mess. And I realized that everything I had done had just put me right back at the start starting place. I was still on drugs. I was still not living fully. I was still in chronic pain. I was still going through this. And so anybody that has ever suffered from depression, can probably understand this. You know, when I walked out of that doctor's appointment, it was a do or die situation for me. I made a decision. It was either I was going to end it or I was going to fix it. And that really was the moment that I, I went in and really started looking to some holistic opportunities to, to heal myself. 
and ended up, you know, ultimately I did a ketogenic diet for 22 months, got off all my medication. I went into transcendental meditation. I became a marathon runner. I really just made this shift. The other defining moment was in January of 2018, the other big pivotal moment. I was sitting in a a conference and a speaker had come in there and and keep in mind, I had been in the network marketing space for 17 years. So I had been a leader in a company where I was attending multiple events on a monthly, yearly, quarterly basis. And so I'd heard a lot of this stuff in it, you know, but I always say when the student is ready to receive, they receive. And until then... It's unsolicited advice. And so I went into this event and this speaker was talking about doing these five things in your life and they would never be the same. Comes from John Maxwell. If you follow him, love him. Great speaker. And one of the things I picked up that day was I made a decision to start reading. And it was something that I was never really fond of doing, but it was something that I felt like in my life I could control it. And I really went into it skeptically thinking that I'm going to do this. It's not going to work, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to prove it wrong. And so I opened a book the very next day, you know, think January, 2018, here we are in 2021. I have pretty much read every day since that day, completely turned my life upside down. I mean, in a group positive way, like when I say upside down, it flipped it around and really began to open the doors for me in terms of thinking, expanding my mind possibility, and just getting out there and stepping out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And getting outside of your own world, right? I think sometimes we just have our blinders on and what we see and think is what we've always seen and thought. And, you know, they say that if you can commit to reading 10 minutes a day, you'll basically read about a book a month, you know, which is about 12 books in a year. So we're not talking, you know, like the romantic novels, which, you know, may be fun if you want a break once in a while, but you know, imagine, you know, like what you're, you're living proof of what a difference that can make. And because you are thinking bigger thoughts and because you're being challenged and maybe even hearing the stories and reading these of other people. So I'm always curious because I'm keeping a book list um, for, you know, what I want to read next. What maybe are one of your top one or two, three, oh, yeah. I don't know. You probably have a whole, whole bunch. I do. I love them. I have so many. I love Jen Sincero is <laughs> one of them. I love her. And I think his name is Gary I want to say Gary James Bishop, his is good. Mark Manson. There are so many. I am such a, all of those books I'm telling you are very dry books, very like cut to the chase. Give me the meat and potatoes. Just tell me what I need to be doing. But every one of them I've read, you know, and I've read so many books. I'm a very much a personal development book reader. And so I'm like you, I keep a list running. I'm reading four right now. Like seriously, I've got four books wow. going right now because I had some more recommended to me. And so I'm just every day and picking up one, I'll go back to this one. And, um, but yes, I am reading hundred percent, hundred percent. So trivia question, just out of curiosity, are you a taper book reader? You like to flip pages. Are you a digital book reader or do you an audio book listener? Look at you. <laughs> I <laughs> so like to highlight. Yes. I like to earmark and highlight things because I, you know, I, I, from every experience, whether it's somebody coming on my podcast, a book, having a conversation, like I'm with you, Lisa, I always learn something and we don't really retain 10% of what, you know, we read in a moment anyways. And so I really love to be able to highlight things and earmark things, come back to them. And sometimes I'll find a great quote in there and I'm like, Oh, this is something I need to put a story and wrap around this and put it into a blog or into a post. So definitely paper. Yes, for me too. And I love to make notes in the, in the margins. And so it's interesting, you go back and reread that book, you know, at a different time and, and you're hearing things in a different way because of where you're at. And it's interesting to look and see how was I interacting with this before and how am I responding now? And almost kind of, can kind of be like a personal growth journal, you know, Mm -hmm. in that, in that way, which I absolutely love. So, well, let's talk about, I mean, you made a lot of healthy changes. Um, You know, I mean, you did, I want, you know, people who are listening to hear, like, you don't have to go start running marathons and, you know, change everything 
anything about your life. We're not here to say that, but I think it's inspiring to see that healthy habits really can make a big difference, you know, because I feel like sometimes we just keep doing the do and we put ourselves on the back burner, whether it's because of a career or it's because of kids or it's because of life circumstances or laziness. And then one day we wake up and maybe we have a diagnosis like you got, or maybe we, um, you know, just don't like how we look and feel, or we just kind of say, how can I step things up to the next level so that I am amazing as I continue to grow and age and things like that. And so those healthy habits are the foundation, you know, of that. So what, you know, let's talk about some practical things here. You know, what are some of those things that made a difference for you and that you are, you know, that you recommend to others? If they're wanting to get started and, you know, kind of going, okay, how, how do I start making this more of a priority? Yeah. And, and this all goes back to, I think, slaying the day, going back to how do you master the day? You know, and I'm a big fan of sustainability. You know, I'm not one when you, when, when people hear my story, they're getting the end of everything. They're getting, what am I doing now? What did I do? All of this, yes, was absolutely a work in progression piece by piece. I mean, there was a day, and I think about this, I taught aerobics many years ago in my 20s. I'm in my late 40s now. At the time that I was going through this health crisis, yes, I was working out probably three to four days, five days a week, maybe. I work out every single day of my life now, every single day, sometimes multiple because I walk my dogs and then I go out. So I say that to say that when I first started through that health crisis, there were days when just getting on the treadmill and walking a mile on the treadmill hurts so badly. And the goal was just to get through that because I knew that I was already in severe pain, that my hope was that this would maybe make it feel better. You know what I mean? And so fast forward to where I'm in now, now I run, now I do all these things so that yes, this was a progression. So I, what I tell people is that, you know, everything that you do Start small. You start very, very small with these things and then you just build upon that. Do that small thing for a few weeks. Get comfortable with it. When you say, hey, I kind of got this, add another little piece to that. Maybe, you know, I don't know what that is. Maybe that's changing your meal plan. Maybe that's picking up the book and reading. You know, these are all progression things. But I will tell you that when I was sitting down and I was trying to determine what those five things were, at that time, I was looking at my business. So I was talking, I knew how to book people. I knew how to coach. I knew how to sell. And I knew how to build my team. Those were the three things. The fifth piece was the reading that came up, right? Now I talk about all of those five things really need to be like, yeah, put something in there that is, if it's your business, put it towards your business. But a good chunk of those need to be some personal development. They need to be some kind of thing to better yourself, whether that is from a physical sense and, or whatever that is. And, and me, I put it all in. I say you need to read every day, you know, do affirmations, do gratitude, get some exercise in there, take care of your body, you know, do, do some reflection and do something that you enjoy. Find something in your life. I call this flow. You don't have to do that every single day. Maybe that's a once a week thing, but incorporate something into your life that you enjoy doing, whether that's sitting around the table with your girlfriends and engaging in conversation, going and getting massage, getting your nails done, whatever that is. These pieces are so important. And then do you do them all at one time? No, you start small with one thing, work it up, do it, get comfortable, add another piece to it. Yes. I love that. And it really, I think it comes down to, I, I often hear women say, I don't have the time for that. And while that may seem to be true, I really think the issue is more of a priority issue because we find time for the things that are important, right? I mean, many of us are moms before we had kids, we weren't sitting around saying, twiddling our thumbs saying, wow, let's, let's have a baby so that we have something to do all day. And then let's yes. have a second one and maybe a third one. And, you know, 
Oh. You know, but, but because they are valuable, because they are a priority, we make time for them, right? No matter how busy life was before. And I think the same is true, um, you know, when it comes to our life. And so what are some of the things that you see maybe kind of get in the way of, of slaying the day with some of these healthy habits besides I mean, you had a health crisis. So that was, you know, one thing for you, but what are some other obstacles that sometimes get in the way? Um, yeah. And I will say to that before I even get to that, Lisa, let me, let me say, I flip that and say, you really can't afford not to do that because you don't want to wake up like I did. You don't want to wake up with a suicide disease. You don't want something like that to happen to force you to have to do that. And the other piece to that is when you are whole, I mean, we are at the center of all of this, right? Everything is around us, our relationships, our financial freedom, our, you know, our jobs our all of this stuff. And this is where we put all our energy is focusing on these things. When if, in reality, if we would work on on us, take, take care of us. All these pieces on the outside would flow so much freer, so much less, you know, less energy involved. They would come from a freer state. We would show up better. Our relationships would improve our financial situation. Everything would improve. So I flip and say, you really don't have the choice not to, you really should see it that way, but you're right. I do think a lot of it is things get in the way, you know, parenting gets in the way, our careers get in the way. You know, the big thing I hear from people a lot of time, I mean, just, you know, from exercising standpoint, people will say, I don't have the time. Well, we can find the time when we want it, when we want something bad enough, especially as women, we are, we are crafty creatures, you know, like when we want something, we make it happen. Do we not? When we want it bad enough, we make it happen. Right. We just have to get that passionate about it. We have to understand that in the room, we are the most important person in the room. You know, I always say, think of the air mask. I write about this in my book. Think of the mask in the airplane. When the plane's going down, the, the, air, the stewardess or the pilot doesn't come on and say, please put the mask on your neighbor before putting it on you. No, you're going to be dead. You're not going to be able to help the neighbor. You've got to take care of you because you can't pour from an empty wagon. So really just learning how to make you the priority and then just know that there's no reason to feel guilty about this other stuff because you're going to be better when you can show up better and they're going to love you more. You know, everybody gets a better version of you when you have something to give, but when you're depleted and you have no energy and maybe you're even, you know, starting to just, I don't know, regret choices or just, just, you know, like just not feeling good about yourself and your situation that, you know, that, that, that bleeds over into every other area, you know, of, of our life. And, you know, and I do, I think that we can find a way we can find the time. We can also find the money, right? If we find a great pair of shoes that we want, <laughs> that we think are amazing, we're going to find a way to get those great pair of shoes because gosh, darn it, that I really need those in my closet. And so 100%. That's, that's, yeah, that's really, really key. You know, and one thing that you hit on too, is that you can't, I love the how you said you can't afford not to, because you're going to pay for it, whether it's in prevention or whether it's in corrective measures. And as you saw from your experience, it costs more time, more money, more emotions, more energy, costs more in your relationships, more on your business, you know, it affected all those things in a much bigger way when you had to deal with it on that end of it, than had, you know, it, you know, had you been able to, to be preventative on the other end. So, you know, I, I like to say, just decide which, which way you want to pay, you know, you can put it on credit, but that, that interest is going to build up and one day it's going to come due and, you know, it's going to cost a whole lot more. So, you know, pay cash with what you have right now and, and do it and, and make those things a priority. So, I absolutely love that. Anything, any other tips that you want to share about, you know, about making this a priority and what this looks like in our day? I love it. Well, first of all, you gave me chills when you were talking to me about all of that, because I'm like remembering all that you pay somewhere. If you're going to pay somewhere, hundred percent, you might as well pay taking care of yourself. That's my, my thought on that. Um, I would just say, you know, wherever you are, 
in your life, if you want to make that that one small change, if, if you've got a goal, really track it back, backpedal it back, bring it back, you know, and, and get to what can you do today? What can you do from where you are with what you have right now? You know, whatever that is, whether it's in your health or your business or wherever that is, because just know that your personal life is integrated into your business business life. So however you're taking care of yourself is going to go into your business, your family, everything else. And so this is number one, you know, but just go back to the basics of what is something that you can do right now from where you are with what you have, that one small change and really learn to just build upon that one change. And then you can slowly add in more things as you feel comfortable. I love that. I love that because taking one small step is better than taking no step at all. And they say there really is no neutral. If you're not moving forward, you are moving backwards just, you know, slowly and not recognizing it. So finding that one thing and then just doing that one, making that choice after the next choice, after the next choice. And it's amazing how that momentum builds. And when you start feeling amazing and, you know, you're going to start feeling and seeing it before anybody else is going to start seeing it. Right. And then it starts being apparent that, wow, something's different about you. Right. What are you doing? And then of course that fuels that fire as well. So I love that because I think this is something that, you know, it's an ongoing journey, you know, it doesn't matter how old we are. We're always going to need to rethink this area of our life and, and what we're doing, uh, with these healthy habits and how we're, you know, investing our time and energies and things like that. So we could talk all day, you know, on this topic, you and I are both passionate about this, but I want to, you know, give an opportunity for if somebody is listening and wants to, you know, learn more from you, check out your book, check out some of the resources that you have to share. Tell us a little bit more about where they can find you and what kinds of things you're, you have to offer. Absolutely. Well, the best place would be to go to jenniferloading.com. Everything's tied there. The book, um, the podcast, if you go in there, you can actually click on startergirls.com. We do have a freebie on there, which is really good. It's all about making decisions, which as we've talked in the beginning of this episode, that decision is everything. So wherever you're making a decision, whether you're making it or not, you're still making a decision. So um, you can grab that freebie through there, but yeah, everything's connected. You can reach out to me through there and all my social media links are also on there. Love that. So I will go ahead and put the link to that in the notes um, of this. So that way, anyone who's listening, you can check that out. And I would encourage you to share this with a friend because we're all in this journey and we all want to do it well. And so I think, you know, having great resources, another great book to add to your book list, um, you know, that you can really be inspired by is only going to help you better your life and then also better the lives of others around you. So that is super key. And I will also drop a link to a free healthy day guide that I put together with three keys for a healthy day. Um, because like you said, it's got to be simple, but it has to be something that fits into our daily routines, or it's just going to be a start stop thing cycle, you know, like so many other things that, that we've tried. So I will drop to the link to that in the, in the notes as well. And, you know, our hearts really are just to help others to live well, because both of us, I think I'm speaking for Jennifer as well, believe that when you better take care of yourself inside and out, right, mentally, physically, spiritually, in all these areas, you are better going to be able to do all the things that you've been called to do. So love being able to share resources. Any last thing that you want to say, Jennifer, to someone who's listening today? I would say whatever you're going to do, this is what a mentor taught me this, you know, never take advice from anyone you wouldn't trade places with, but find somebody who's where you want to be. Talk to that person and learn from them. They can really be instrumental in your success and really help guide you as you're going through this journey. I absolutely love that. And recently I heard a quote that said, never DIY your greatest priorities because it's way too easy to drop the ball on yourself. But when you've got somebody else, whether it's a coach, a mentor, a friend, a network, whatever it is, you know, there's, there's a lot of growth that's going to happen. So 
Thank you so much, Jennifer, for being with us today, for sharing your story, for sharing your heart and passion, sharing resources. I'm going to make sure that your book is on my list and uh, I'm excited to be able to share this with others. So thank you for being here and thank you everyone for joining us and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. And I can't wait for you to join in the conversations afterwards in our new Facebook group, Women Repurposed After 40, where you can hang out with me, our fantastic podcast guests, and amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes while it's top of mind. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would be helpful for other women in this stage of life, please leave a review at podchaser.com or right here on this platform. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lissa Figgins on any platform. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.